0: You're listening to the midweek service from Harvest Bible Church. We hope you enjoy this message from our guest speaker. To learn more about us, please visit HarvestBibleOnline.org. Welcome to Harvest Bible Church. Thank you for coming out tonight. I know I'm not Pastor Mark. He's on his way back, though, from, uh, I believe it's, it's Missouri. His uh, mom had a birthday, and she, she asked him to come out, so... They went out there and celebrated her birthday on Saturday. He'll be back on Sunday, so get ready. I know this guy, and he listens to a lot of preaching and teaching on the way there and back. So he's going to be fired up. So just come expecting and receiving on Sunday, okay? All right. You guys, thank you very much. Thank you, Sammy. How old are you? 18. 18, and he's leading the world. Wow. Yeah. The last time he uh, led when I preached, he had just graduated high school that very day, and he came with his cap on, and I was like, wow, dude's honoring God. Wow, I mean, how unique and special is that? Reminds me of Joshua in the Old Testament, how he just hung out in the tent of meeting just night and day, and he kind of got raised up underneath Moses and uh, caught some of that anointing and that fire. And he led a great nation into the promised land. And they're still there. Hello. So that's really cool. All right. Uh, my name is Brian Heck. I've been here at Harvest Bible Church since 1994. My wife knew Pastor Mark way before I did. She was her children's minister. And uh, my daughter Lauren is going to Cal Poly second year on September 17th. So we're really Proud of her and happy for her future. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. You have a word in due season for us. Lord, it can be tailor-made for each individual here. There are questions. There are concerns. There are burdens, Lord, that you want to lift off people and just give them a fresh touch from heaven tonight. Lord, We're going to just receive something tonight, and it's going to propel us into the rest of this week and even the year. Uh, we receive from you a fresh touch in Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. So, for those of you who don't know me, I just real quick, I uh, I served in the youth department, uh, college and career uh, usher, you name it, I did it here. Um, over the years, and I also served at the Gospel Center Rescue Mission for about 15 years, going down there and preaching on Saturday nights, and it was a real awesome time. And now I'm serving in in the public school arena. I just recently became a school principal, and uh, God did it. I mean, I had to work hard, but he promoted me, and it was 100% his favor. I can't really brag about me just brag about him all right so all right so tonight the title of the message is a fresh anointing how many of you would like a fresh anointing need something from come on lord i'm gonna take it so there's something uh in the we have to take things it's not just falling on us like ripe cherries off a tree but we can actually receive and when i say take it just means receive take take it Jesus said that the violent take it by force. Okay, there are just some things in life we're not gonna receive unless we get aggressive in our faith. Okay, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And faith moves. Molehills? No, faith can absolutely destroy and annihilate things that are going on in your life that are contrary to God's purpose and plan and will for your life. Jesus said, he taught us to pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. On earth, this planet, here. Now, are there some things going on that are not God's will? A lot. And it it can be very distressing and disturbing if we're not careful. And it can really wear us down. (laughs) It can really... um, create anxiety in our hearts, and uh, God hasn't given us a spirit of timidity, a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So let's tap into that aggressive spirit tonight, and we're just not going to let the devil push us around in our minds, okay? He's under our our feet, but sometimes we just got to remind him of his defeat, Okay, he was defeated. Jesus went to the cross, bore our shame, bore our sins, carried our sorrows, went down into the grave, was resurrected three days later, went up to the throne room of heaven. He's still there. He's making intercession for us. He hasn't fallen off that throne up there. Okay, and he defeated the devil. He is, he's a liar. Hello. The devil is a a fraud. Okay, he's just a total fraud. So, as we talk a little bit about where we're at, I'm going to, let's, let's do this. We're going to turn over to Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. Now this is a scripture that I've stood on uh, so many times when I felt like quitting. Anybody here ever felt like giving up or quitting? Just saying, you know what? This is, this is just, this isn't fun anymore. Hello? This isn't fun. And there are tests, there are trials, there are problems that come into all of our lives. But be of good cheer, Jesus said, I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer, be of good cheer. Even though it's, it, we, can, we can rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say, rejoice, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. And is the joy of the Lord our strength? We need some joy. Joy will get you over that problem in your life. But sometimes we just got to kind of look up and just say, I'm going to rejoice in spite of the situation right now, Lord. I'm going to rejoice in you always. Rejoice, 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 rejoice. It's a command. We can do it. We can do it. We can rejoice and and things begin to change when we begin to praise, when we begin to worship, when we begin to get our eyes off the problems. Answers come as we wait in his presence. Answers to complex problems in your life. I'm reminded it says in James uh, that we are to ask for wisdom and God doesn't find fault with us Asking for wisdom and he upbraideth not. He gives liberally to the person. Do you need an answer? Do you need an answer? Just raise your hand. Every one of us needs it. How am I supposed to raise that kid, Lord? This is really boggling my mind. Hello? How am I supposed to lead this school? with all the rules, all the regulations, all the things pow, 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 coming at me. How am I going to? Lord, we need your wisdom for everyday affairs. Maybe you're facing something going on physically in your body and you're going to like, yeah. turn to the Lord. Just say, Lord, I don't have the answer, but you do. I'm going to get alone with you. I'm going to cry out to you. I'm going to get in that prayer closet, and I'm going to get something from heaven. I'm going to get it. You will not be denied. Just be aggressive. Hello? Be aggressive. I'm reminded of Jacob. In the Old Testament, he was kind of, you know, a scoundrel. If you read about Jacob, he was a manipulative dude. He had all kinds of schemes, but there's a call of God on his life, and he couldn't outrun God. Okay? And he got to a point of crisis where he's going back to face his brother Esau, and he is tripping. He's afraid. And he has an encounter with an angel. And he wrestled with that angel all night. And he wouldn't let that angel whip him. He said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. He just wouldn't let go. There are times that I faced in my life, I just had, I held on. It didn't look good. But the answer came. And it was worth it. There's a harvest coming your way. I'm telling you right now, there's a harvest inbound to your life. It's coming. Just be a little bit. Just be patient. It takes a while for things to grow. It takes a little while for career things to develop, financial things to develop, health things to develop. It takes time. But you will get a harvest if you do not quit. Harvest, harvest is coming to Harvest Bible Church. Harvest, I'm telling you, I sense that. Harvest is coming again and again and again and again. My grandma used to say, cast your bread upon the waters and it will come back to you on every wave over in Ecclesiastes. Keep sowing, keep giving, keep planting, keep being nice to that neighbor. <sighs> really? They're cranking that music again. And it's like 1.05 and I'm trying to get to sleep. I want to throw rocks over there. (laughs) But I tell you what, uh, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. We're called to be good. (laughs) And we can't do it in our own strength. We can't do it through, oh, you know, I have to be good because I'm a a soldier of the Lord. I'm going to do it in my own strength. Our, our righteousness is as filthy rags, says in Isaiah. So we just got to get full of the Lord, full of his word, full of his power, full of his anointing, and we'll begin to prove out his perfect will for our lives, just step by 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 step, and every step's a miracle. It's the inner life. It's our inner life that really needs to be transformed, and it will change everything going on in our circumstances. Okay, so you get along with God. Get along with God. Will you do that? It won't hurt you any. I never came out of a time with God feeling bummed out. I <sighs> Don't ever want to do that again. No, it's just, wow, Lord, why didn't I do this sooner? That's what usually, oh my goodness, thank you for the peace that passes understanding that mounts garrison upon my heart and my mind. There's peace that just passes understanding human understanding. It's ours. We can receive all the good things that he has for us. So I'll read Galatians 6, 9. It says this in the Amplified Version. And I'm just encouraging you, don't quit. Exercise your faith. Get alone with God. Beat the devil's head in. Use a few scriptures. Run them out of your life. Run them out of your home Run them out of your community, run them off your finances, and you'll see great results. So, and, and it says this, Paul the Apostle says, And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and Faint. Huh. <sighs> but that sounds like work. It, it's there's a rest to these things, but sometimes there's a battle for our minds that goes on. Um I'm just reminded years ago, uh Jenny and I, we, we and the kids, we lived out at a on a ranch, you know, and I could get alone with God over by the barn. And I would just really have some good times seeking the Lord. And especially when I was preparing to go preach. And the Lord began to impress upon my heart to go to the University of the Pacific. I'm like, whoa, dude. Who, me? Go to that reputable college over there? I'm like, that sounds pretty cool, though. That's like kind of fancy, Lord. So I started exploring the kind of like, I went and met with Dr. Tony Serna. I I got some information about how to finance it and what the career path would look like. And I got busy. (laughs) I got busy working. But it really wasn't a harvest. It was just digging trenches and furrows and watering the ground and planting seed and just working did i say working and then the the enemy would attack my mind what are you doing you know sometimes you think it's your thoughts but those doubts uh doubt is a thief and a robber it'll take it'll keep you from entering into god's best for your life the the promised land there was a promised land over yonder that i could barely see by the eye of faith but The Lord told me to go do this, okay? So I'm being obedient. But my mind is just being bombarded, bombarded. Like, you know that they only typically hire people within the school district. And then I'd start looking at jobs and say, "Ah, I don't want to commute to Vacaville or Fairfield or, or Mountain House or some long way away. But I would keep on just... No, Lord, you've got, you didn't call me to do this and not receive, okay? But I had to stay in faith, and it wasn't, it was a battle. It was a battle. Anybody here in a battle? There's a battle going on, maybe raging in your mind. But I tell you what, I'm just here to tell you, you can win the battle in your thinking, but it takes the word. Of God. It takes, sometimes it takes immersion. You can immerse yourself. Just get saturated in the word and you'll see great change, great change, great change in your life, in your ministry, in your future, okay? Great change is coming your way. We believe for that in Jesus' name. So just to kind of fast forward, I got my degree done. Four months later, I was a vice principal. Totally God. He put it in my heart about two years before, Lodi Unified. And I'd be like, is that me? Lodi Unified. Just that still, quiet, witness, Lodi Unified. And I'm like... And then there was a desire there, you know, Lord, I really want to work at Lodi Unified. And I applied at other places and kind of, but I saw middle school and I was like, that's me. That's me. That's, I, that's my wheelhouse. I teach those kids. And, you know, I got to tell you, I got, Jenny remembers, I was tripping. <laughs> I was like, the, the interview's coming up and I'm like, you know, what about this? What about that? And she goes, you need to go get alone with God. <laughs> and I said, you're right. And I know exactly where to go. I went to a place that I had an incredible encounter with God. And, and he brought me out of some other situation. So I went to what I call Breakthrough Rock. And uh, got alone with God. Had my Bible. Had my little chair on a big granite thing. And uh, the Lord was like, he said, as far as I'm concerned, you're already hired. That's pretty good coming from the big guy. And he said, you're, you'll be anointed in the interview. So, And then he, just such a piece, and then he starts talking to me about my kids. Now let's talk about Lauren and John and Katie a little bit, give you some wisdom on that. So I got along with God. I went into the interview, and I know the odds were against me and maybe the odds are against you. Maybe you've been told you'll never succeed in life. You'll never get ahead. Do you know you came from that family on that side of the town and you're all just a bunch of rug rats, whatever that means. <laughs> you just, you come from that family that just nothing good comes out of, you know, Nazareth. Nothing good comes out of that family tree. But guess what? You're, you're bound to another tree, <laughs> You know what? Your past does not define your future. So you just get going for God, get crazy for Him, as crazy as you used to be about sin and partying and doing that wild thing. You just get wild and crazy for the Lord and watch Him move in your life greatly. He loves radical people. Paul the Apostle was incredibly radical, he liked to kill people. Got knocked off a horse, said, dude, you're gonna serve me, and you're going to the nations. And he was a crazy dude. That radicalness that may be in your life because of something, you know, hey, God loves it. You just got off on the wrong track, but now you're getting on the right track. It's okay to be f- radical, fanatical, and sold out for Jesus. Okay, now that's a word for somebody in here. You've been radical for the other side. You didn't know any different. I didn't either. I was lost. But when we get found, oh, life gets so good in Christ. It really, really, really does. And it's worth it to stick with it. So what? Your friends say, ha, he got religion. We don't want to hang out with them. Watch those friends come back to you someday. <clears throat> and say, would you pray for me? Or would you tell me about this life that you have? Because you got something that they need, all right? And I know fear used to keep me bound up from going back. You know, I was backslid in the United States Navy for a while. And fear kept me, you know, what about this? What you know what? When I just sold out for the Lord, all those people I thought were my friends just bailed on me. Anyways, Wow. Fair weather friends. Fair weather friends. We don't want that, do we? <clears throat> so, tonight we're preaching a little bit on getting a fire back. Get a fire back. What does that mean? Enthusiasm? But it's really the anointing. It, you shall receive power after the, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. When they were baptized in the upper room, there were flames of fire. Hello? And I tell you what, there's some fire already in here. Fire, 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 fire. Receive the fire. There's fire, fire. Lord, just give us, Lord, the fire. Lord, let us be endued with power from on high in a fresh new way, fresh touch from heaven, a fresh anointing and fresh fire in Jesus' name. All right, so I'm reminded of a scripture over in Psalm 92, verse 10. David wrote that he was like facing some bad dudes. If you read Psalm 92, he was under some attacks. The enemy was chasing him. Saul was chasing him. And I bet you he thought, what in the world happened? I killed Goliath in my life, just crazy. Crazy everybody's deserting me, and I'm out in the wilderness running around. But he knew how to get along with God. He was a worshiper, yeah? And he used to spend time out in the fields when he was uh, a shepherd, and he learned how to get along with God. And that's what got him through some real tough battles. And you know what? Where did God put him? Put him on a throne. And he's got an enduring kingdom, (laughs) Okay, the king of uh, King David. Anyways, he wrote this. He said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. We need to be anointed with fresh oil. That fresh oil is just a fresh touch from heaven. A fresh anointing gives you power. Uh, gives you power to face those tests in your life. Will you receive the power tonight? Will you receive a fresh touch tonight? In Acts 3.19, it says, times of refreshing come from the presence of the Lord. I got refreshed here tonight. Thank you, Samuel and team. I, I, don't, I was just like, wow, you know, whatever's going on in the world right now, and it has been crazy, and it's really easy to focus on, I was like, no, God is still moving, and he's got a plan for this planet, and he hasn't really fallen off the throne at all. And, and it's so easy to just look at the negative and see the negative. But when we get alone with God, we start seeing our, our future. Our future is so bright. Our future is so bright. Your future is so bright. Would you help me and say, My future, My future. is so bright. The Lord, the Lord. is guiding me. Every step of the way, every step of the way. You don't have to be worried about the future. Quit that. Knock that off. I'm telling you right now, quit worrying about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worry of its own. Jesus said, you can't change tomorrow with worry, but you can change tomorrow with faith because worry is fear. Yeah. Okay. So quit worrying. Don't worry. Don't worry. God's got you. He knows right where he's going to put you. He's got a plan. He's going to steer you. He's going to give you some more direction, get you around some really cool people. And you're going to have fun. And I know who that's for. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, sorry. I had to... That just came up out of my heart for someone here. So we read Galatians 6.19. Do not grow weary. It's Don't grow weary. Don't get tired. And definitely don't confess how tired you are. (laughs) It's easy to do. It's like a form of complaining, really. And, And I've done it, we've done it, but... Our confession rules us. So if we start speaking negative about our circumstances or start speaking negative about how we feel, it tends to amplify and, and, and expand it and it becomes worse. The more we talk about problems, the bigger they get. The more we talk about the promises, the bigger that gets and the smaller our giants are. Okay, So we speak words of life, We speak words of edification, words that build people up. We're going to speak words about the circumstances in our life and begin to see radical results. I've seen it how. Yeah, what's this confession business? You bet you it works. The words God created the world with His word. And years ago, the Lord said, "You create your world." He should, Brian. You create your world with your words. So get get some more word in your vocabulary and speak it. Start prophesying. Prophesying. Speak into your circumstances. One of the biggest areas that I had to struggle in is finances. Anybody been there? The financial battles. Low pay. Man, God has a plan for your finances and your future. Okay? All right, it's going to get better and better and better and brighter and brighter and brighter unto the full light of day. We are believers. We are not doubters. It gets better for us. It really does. Yeah, you might face a little battle here and there, maybe a huge one, but we're coming out of that thing. We're going to just rip the devil's head off. (laughs) Is that aggressive? Might as well look at what he's done to our, some of our lives and our families. I would say have no mercy. I would say figure out the battle. First off, the battle is the Lord's, but he wants you to wield a sword. He wants you to take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and just get aggressive about your life, about your future, about the past that you cannot change. It's behind you. If you're struggling with past things and the devil's reminding you, he likes to remind us of our failures and disappointments. Remember that time when that person was very mean to you and said very nasty things to you, about you and even got you fired? <laughs> well, that was like 20 years ago. Let it go. (laughs) Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the prize of the high mark of of God in Christ Jesus. That's over in Philippians. I had to train my mind. Anybody have a mind that likes to go astray? Hello. We all do. Some more than others. (laughs) Some of us have a little bit more of a battle. (laughs) But we can win them. We can win them. Because our minds will want to go off to the left, off to the right. And God is not the author of, he's not the author of, what should I do? What's my life going to be like in 15 years? Huh. How about... I tell you what, God's not the author of confusion. He has the answers. I may not know exactly what's happening yet, but if I just begin to apply some of the principles from the Word of God, I'm going to start seeing Bible results. And it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. Okay, Christian life, Christian growth. I think we're going to begin to conclude. We're going to go over to one of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah 40. Another one of these that really you can take and apply in your life. If you're struggling, if you feel defeated, we've all felt defeated. We've all felt worn out. We've all felt tired. We've all felt like, what happened, God? Where are you, God? Why is this happening to me, God? And if we're not careful, we can really begin to get into a really dark place. And we want, we want to avoid those pitfalls and just press on to the perfect will of God. So Isaiah chapter 40 kind of gives us a plan. If you're struggling in your life, if you're battling with depression, if you've got thoughts that are, I'm just going to be bold. If you have thoughts that are suicidal, you don't have to give in to that. Okay? And a lot of people are battling with this stuff, so if it isn't us, then that's someone out there that you're gonna go help. Okay? We gotta be we have the hope. We're like the beacons of light. You know, you are the light of the world. Let's bring some of this out into our highways and our byways. All right. In verse 28 of Isaiah, Isaiah 40, verse 28. I'm reading out of the amplified because it kind of. Expands upon it a little bit. It says, "Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, does not faint or grow weary. He doesn't take naps. God doesn't snore. I know you do, maybe, and He knows you do, <laughs> but He doesn't snore. He's He's wide awake. The eye of the Lord, He's, he's looking throughout the earth to show Himself strong in the behalf of those whose heart is." perfect or loyal to him his eyes are everywhere never slumbers never sleeps that can build a little bit of positive faith in your life just knowing god you know right where i'm at you know what i'm going through and i'm gonna trust you it's as simple as that is that simple this this really isn't complicated okay okay Have you not known? Have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not faint or grow weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint and weary, and to him who has no might, he increases strength, causing it to multiply and making it abound. I can't tell you how many times I've been in battles and got weary and exhausted. Maybe I wasn't spending enough time in the word. But I was like, you know what, Lord? I just receive strength right now. I receive strength. Would you, would you do that with me? Would you say, I receive strength right now. So faith is of the heart, but faith is like, you receive it now, not in the future, like, oh, I'm gonna have strength in five weeks. No, I take it right now, it's mine. I believe for it, I receive it right now. Strength is mine, joy is mine. Peace is mine, favor is mine, anointing is mine, wisdom is mine, understanding is mine. I can run through a troop and leap over a wall. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm more than a conqueror through him who loved me. Wow, you're victorious. Your words are setting the direction for your life. So let's speak the words of truth and the words of life. And we'll see such good. And what happens is is sometimes you just got to get your inner person, the inner you, the real you, your spirit, built up. And a lot of times the building up comes through words. Uh, Let the weak say, I don't feel good. No, let the weak say I am yeah. Let the poor say, I am. Yeah. It, it, it starts the minute you speak it. The minute you say it in faith, your answer's on the way. Okay? Your answer's on the way. You just stay in that positive position of faith. To say, Lord, I received it in prayer. It's mine. Thank you for it. And you just go, thank him for it. Thank you, Lord. Wisdom is mine. Favor is mine. Understanding is mine. I have the mind of Christ. I think the thoughts of God. I have a I'm smarter than I look. (laughs) Thank you, because I needed that. God will give you some really inspired ideas. We need inspired ideas. Creative ideas. There are so many things the enemy is throwing at our lives and throwing in, in into our nation we are going to really need to walk real close with him so we know what to do. And you know what? We don't have to go broke like the world. I'm sorry. But we don't have to. You know, the depression is coming or the recession is coming or a financial collapse. Not for me in my house. I don't receive that. Now, it may try to get off on me, But I'm not going to receive it. I'm not going to receive depression. And I'm talking about financial depression. No, 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 no. So Isaac sowed in a time of famine, the Bible says, and he reaped, and that's a hundredfold. He reaped 100 times what he put in the ground. It was a supernatural harvest. Supernatural. Okay, I got to hurry up. So in verse 30, it says, Even you shall faint and be weary. And the selected young men shall feebly stumble and fall exhausted. Yeah, you know what? We all get tired, in other words. So that, that's what I read in that. You know, even young people get tired, but they don't have to stay that way. They don't have to stay in an in a exhaustion or a, a place of spiritual depletion where they're really not living big for God. That can change. It says, but those who wait for the Lord, or those who wait on the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, shall change and renew their strength and power. Shall change. And I used to, what does that mean to wait, Lord? It just means take some time and hang with me, dude. Take some time in the word before you go to work. Put on some praise and worship while you're driving there. Maybe things are going a little crazy at work and you take a 10-minute sila. That's in the Bible, too. A little quiet moment. Thank you, Lord. I can keep my head about me even though these crazy people are coming at me from five different directions. Okay? And then you go back in and you deal with that. says, but those who wait for the Lord, who spend time with him, who expect, look for, and hope in Him shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift their wings and mount up close to God as eagles. Mount up to the sun. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. So renewed strength. Renewed strength. If there was anything about tonight I really wanted to get across was that... We can be daily renewed with strength. We don't have to be like the world burned out, tired, angry, upset, depressed, busted, and disgusted. Okay, we are the blood bought, the church, the redeemed. We are the church of the firstborn. We are some highly privileged individuals. We are in the kingdom of God. You are unique. You are valuable. You are seated together with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You have far more for you than you realize. So hey, dude, I'm in the kingdom. You can walk around like a little bit taller now because you are chosen by God. Wow. There's such great value here. And guess what? We get to go to heaven after all this mess and we know that's a Big old mess out there, right? Forever, forever. Eternal life, eternal life, eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. That occurred to me when I was 14 years old. A lady started sharing about Jesus and I was like, I I gotta have that. It was the spirit of God tugging on my heart. And I prayed a prayer and it radically changed my life. I went from death to life, from darkness to light. And so there may be somebody here today and you don't know the Lord or you've never asked him into your life. And I just want to say tonight's your night. Today is a day of decision. You know, today is a day of decision. And you can make Jesus your Lord and know that you have eternal security, eternal salvation. But not only that, you get to live, you learn and you grow in this, and you begin to have an excellent quality of life down here on this planet. God put a lot of resources in this planet that he wants us to begin to use and create stuff. He wants us to be creative, more creative, more creative, more creative, okay? More creative, more creative. So let's bow our heads real quick, okay? And if you're here tonight or if you're there uh, watching in video, I don't know where you're you're at, but I remember a man of God, he got saved in a bathroom. (laughs) I think he was listening to Billy uh, Graham. Got saved in a bathroom. Great evangelist. It doesn't matter where you're at, it just matters where your heart's at. So let's pray. I'm gonna lead you in a prayer of salvation. you may be here, you may be, you've never prayed this prayer, but let's just pray all together. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your Son, Jesus, to die for me. He died for me so that I could be forgiven. Lord, forgive me. Come into my heart and make me brand new. I'm going to live for you, all my days, teach me, lead me, guide me in Jesus' name. All right. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you made I, I get a sense that somebody had a grandma talking to him or something, and it was just that seed that was sown. Now you, you just said, I'm done. I'm done with the world. I'm done. Okay. All right. Welcome to the family of God.